0: In like a lion, out like a lamb. That's what they say anyway. Today, by the way, is Monday, March 2nd. It's Dr. Seuss's birthday, but it's also Bon Jovi, Bryce Dallas Howard, Daniel Craig, and Rebel Wilson's birthday too. And McDonald's is trying to make a thing happen. Hi and hello! You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. I want to start today's episode with our Good Time Good Deal segment because it has to be used today, this morning. If you're listening to this episode on release day, on Monday, March 2nd, and it's prior to 10.30 a.m., get you to a McDonald's ASAP. McDonald's is trying to make National Egg McMuffin Day a thing today. Maybe only because today is the day that Wendy's is launching their breakfast menu. This is like when your ex-boyfriend announces his engagement to someone, and it's fine. You're married. You're happy. He was a loser. You dodged a bullet. But then you go ahead and put a very flattering photo of yourself up just to show that you have always had good things going for you. This is like that. McDonald's isn't sweating the fact that Wendy's hired their old chef, Mike Harrex, as their new spokesperson, and is spending a purported $70 million on marketing their new breakfast menu. It's fine. It's fine everyone in the country want a free egg McMuffin instead of going to Wendy's? Yes, you heard that right. Because Wendy's is launching their new breakfast menu today, McDonald's is offering everyone a free egg McMuffin until 10 30 a.m. via their app. Turn that car around and go get yourself one. And as the ice cream machine isn't broken, get yourself a new Shamrock Oreo McFlurry too. It's delicious. My tip, hit up McDonald's today and then hit up Wendy's today also. I have a hunch they're going to be giving away some free stuff in the drive-thru. Get their app, too. There's a $2 off promo, buy one, get one promos, and that vanilla frosty chino, that looks pretty good. It's a cappuccino with a little bit of vanilla frosty in it. This looks like a serious food fight, but I think that means we all benefit. I grew up eating fast food. I mentioned this offhandedly in yesterday's This Month By The Way email thread, but let me retell it to paint a fuller picture of me. You see, I have an unhealthy affinity for McDonald's, and I absolutely equate it with a fondness that some of you may carry for your mom's home-cooked meals. I grew up across the street from a McDonald's in a household where, where I do not remember my maternal figure cooking anything for me beyond opening a can of Chef Boyardee, which I also have a fondness for. We ate McDonald's more days a week than we did not. So when I'm wanting comfort food or when I need a quick and easy snack, nine out of 10 times, I want a double cheeseburger from McDonald's with no onions and their Coke, which somehow tastes better than all the other places that serve Coke from a fountain. I swear it's the combo of the foam cup and the slightly larger circumference of their straw, and then maybe they have tweaked the syrup and the, the carbonation a little bit. Oh, and don't get me started on their Sprite. I could write a dissertation. Their Sprite is so sharp. It's really good, but it's also very, ooh, it's different than anyone else's Sprite. Okay, I digress. Back to my proven adoration of McDonald's. When Caroline was a toddler, she talked a little late, but her very first clear string of words was McDonald's no onions, which she said clear as a bell as we drove by a McDonald's. Not even our McDonald's, but a McDonald's. Chris, who is one of the healthiest eaters I know, who claims he feels sick to his stomach when he smells McDonald's. Well, Chris was in the passenger seat and his eyes grew as wide as saucers. What did she just say? Oh, he heard it. I heard it. I was shaking with laughter about to run off the road. McDonald's noings, that's what she said. How often do you go to McDonald's? And then Jude, Jude pipes up from the very back of the van and he says, "We get to talk to Miss Mary through the speaker almost every day." I was so busted. <laughs> so busted. I did a keto diet for the greater part of two years and about two years ago, the mental tax of all of that logging of the macros and really not being able to enjoy myself when I would go out to eat really just started to wear on me. So I've been back on that McDonald's train lately. Miss Mary doesn't appear to be at our McDonald's anymore and Caroline now orders her own cheeseburgers. She likes hers with onions. Thank you very much. But this is my confession to you. I love McDonald's. Always have, always will. But I'm absolutely okay to give my breakfast heart to Wendy's. I mean, have you seen that menu? It looks pretty good. We had a little discussion about it in this month, by the way, but I want to know, what's your favorite fast food? Do you have one that you must eat on road trips? One that you prefer for breakfast? There will be no mom shame around this discussion whatsoever. Chris is not allowed to chime in here and tell us how gross this all sounds. This week, I want to flip the script on our sponsor spotlight to tell you about my friend Erica. When I met Erica, I thought, this must have been like when Tina met Amy. (laughs) Erica and I, we clicked right away. It was as if we had known each other for years and then we had developed this ridiculous two-woman comedy act. She made me laugh hard, usually at totally inappropriate times, and I love her for that. But I also love that the laughs came easy... And so did the deeper conversation. When she shared that her son Aiden, now age eight, had battled cancer twice and had undergone a bone marrow transplant since being diagnosed with leukemia at age five, my heart ached. And although he was in remission when we met, recently their family got the hard news that Aiden has relapsed. I'm a mother to a son who is near Aiden's age, and I cannot imagine the difficult journey that this has been for Aiden and Erica and her husband Chris and their youngest child Ella. They will be spending extensive time in Texas hospitals pursuing very hopeful treatments. Ada needs a full-time caregiver, meaning Erica has to step away from teaching and their family will be down to one income. As you might imagine, fighting cancer is exhausting and expensive. If you're a mother or someone who loves laughing or if you hate cancer, would you honor my sister Erica by lifting up their family in prayer and consider donating to a GoFundMe set up for them? Any amount helps, maybe $8 for Aiden's age or a dollar amount representing the ages of your children. Together, we can make a big impact for this friend of mine. The link is in today's show notes, or you can visit tbtw.in slash Aiden. And now back to our show. I am actually sitting poolside at Georgia Tech at their indoor Olympic pool complex with my Bluetooth keyboard writing this show. And my recommendation to you is that you have the conversation about extracurriculars and sports sooner rather than later. This will surprise exactly no one, but I did not grow up doing sports. Huge shocker, I know. And I also didn't grow up thinking about or considering that one day I'd be a mom. And when I got married, I also didn't consider that one day we'd be parents. So it did not occur to us to hash out our feelings and hopes and dreams and hard lines It came to sports. We have three kids, pretty close in age. Jude is nine, Caroline is seven, and Lucy is five. When we moved here to Atlanta, Jude was almost four, Caroline was almost two, and Lucy was a baby like always in the ergo or a car seat kind of baby. We didn't do any organized sports until Jude was five. And that year, we put him in Rec League soccer in the spring and then in our neighborhood swim team in the summer. We live in Atlanta where summer swim is a big to-do. A lot of neighborhoods have their own pools and every June, these neighborhoods compete against each other for summer swim league. This was not a thing in the Midwest where I grew up. And when we moved here, which is where Chris grew up, the first thing Chris would ask our realtor when we were looking at houses was, is this a swim and tennis neighborhood? So the summer when Jude was five, Chris signed him up for swim team. I remember asking is this okay, he cannot swim. And Chris assured me that he would learn on swim team. I was dubious because I am unable to swim. I never learned with lessons, even though I took them, and I had a disastrous swim unit section in PE in high school. What Chris failed to tell me about summer swim is that it's not like soccer. In soccer, Jude had practice on Saturday and then immediately after practice, he would have his little soccer match, Once a week practice, fun, easy, done. So when the summer swim practice email came to me, imagine my confusion when it said practice is at 8 a.m. Well, which day? Oh, every day. Oh, you signed up our kid for a sport at age five that practices literally every day and I'm the one who has to take him? Nonetheless, I really wanted to get to know people in our neighborhood and I really wanted to have a structure in place that would get us all out of the house. So I, I reluctantly agreed. And lo and behold, he did learn to swim that summer. In his very first meet, I just prayed that he could make it all the way across the pool, even if he had to hold the lane ropes. But by the end of the month, he was scoring for his team and even set a club record with his adorable little relay team for their age group. And here we are, still all in. This summer will be Jude's fifth year on our neighborhood swim team, Caroline's third year, and Lucy's second year. And in this off season, we swim very casually at our local YMCA just so they can retain their strokes. We have only done two swim meets and then maybe a third of the practices. I think it's important that as a family, you decide what you have the margin for and what kind of sports parent you will be. Chris is a little more of a chill sports parent than I am. I'm rowdy, but I'm not pushy. Like You will never catch me yelling at the ref. But we decided early on that the more sports or activities that our kids can do together, the better for us as a family. And we have a hard line that we don't miss gathering with the church on Sunday for sports and that we eat dinner together at the table most weeknights and that we have one weekday where we have no after-school activities for anyone. I think this is a good conversation to have with your partner to make sure you're on the same page. How many activities should your kids do per season? Should you take one season off? At what age should your kid drill down into one sport or activity if they show interest and talent in that? Should you age one kid up so they can be together in things? Do you have a sacred day or days where you want nothing scheduled? I personally love a sport that my kids can all do at once, so I am all about being a swim family for now. The kids do have different practice times, but I love that they're all on the same team, so we have one meet that we have to attend. With three kids, I have to insist that they can each only do one sport per season, and if they can be together, I want them to be together. Lucy, for instance, dances up a grade for ballet so that she and Caroline are together, and this is actually how Jude ended up doing ballet camp one year. (laughs) I went to drop the girls off, and the woman at the desk was like, do you want to leave Big Brother, too? No, I said, I only budgeted for just the two, so just the girls. She said, well, boys are free with their sisters. We want to get more boys interested in dance at a young age. (laughs) So you must believe. I was like, see you later, buddy. (laughs) He ended up having a good time. There was another little boy there, and they loved being the Rat Kings during the Nutcracker. Plus, I loved seeing all three of my kids perform together at the end of the week. It's pretty rare that they can all do something together with four years between Jude and Lucy. Do you think that I should pressure them to start a family band or learn trapeze arts? (laughs) What's another sport activity they can all do together? If you have multiple kids, let me know. Or if you grew up in a family with multiple kids, let me know. Okay, friend, that's it for today. Today, I urged you to get thee to a McDonald's to get a free McMuffin because Wendy's started serving breakfast. (laughs) I explained why I have an affinity for McDonald's. Do you agree with me about their Coke and Sprite? I told you a little bit more about my friend Erica and her son Aiden, who is battling the leukemia. You can donate to their GoFundMe at tbtw.in slash Aiden. And then we talked about kids sports. Have you tried parting your hair on the side you don't usually part your hair on? I did it for the swim meet today and it felt weird. My hair was like 1980s high. I'll post a picture on Instagram stories. That's our Today by the Way challenge for this week. Maybe our easiest challenge to date. So if you haven't done one yet, now's the week to try. Our show notes are at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. And this week, if you get time and if you haven't already, could you leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts? They make me cry, and they help the show grow. Schwimmers, S-C-H-E-M-E-R-S, left this review that made me tear up with gratitude. She writes, Indiana has a voice that just screams sincerity, honesty, and true friendship. Her content is lighthearted and fun, a great escape from the sadness in the news. She delivers the perfect dose of mom-relatable content without sounding preachy or making you feel shamed or guilty. This podcast is a bright light in the world. (laughs) I'm so grateful for all your reviews. We are three months into our six-month launch period here at Today, by the way, and I'm getting ready to do a big marketing push in hopes to grow our community of listeners. Every time you tell a mom friend about the show or post about the show on your social media channels, you are helping to spread the word about this upbeat little thing we've created together, and I am thankful for that. It's the first Monday of March. I wish I could get you a free breakfast sandwich every day. <laughs> Thank you for listening and for making this my favorite thing ever. I love you even more than I love McDonald's cheeseburgers and Coke. Today is a new day and friend, I am cheering you on.